It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. We haven't entirely nailed down what element it is yet, but I'll tell you this, it's a lively one. Let's give your parents a call right now. Welcome to episode number 69 of Gaming with the Moms. My name is Nicole Tanner. I am managing editor at Pixelkin.org and the mother of a four-year-old. Our other mom, Linda, will not be joining us this week, unfortunately, but we do have our dad, resident dad, father of three, editor and founder of Engage Family Gaming, Stephen Dutzman. Hello, Stephen. Hi, Nicole. How are you? <laughs> I'm okay. How are you? Uh, I yeah. am... Um, using all of my will to pull myself to have enough energy to be excited about video games today. Um, uh, because I, I have to be excited Final about Fantasy video games because I am. Yeah. Are you? Yeah, you should. Yeah. Well, there's really nothing to say except that there's a overpriced uh, PS4 Slim <laughs> bundle. Um, that I could, sp- you know, if I really wanted yeah. to spend way more for them to etch a moon on the side of it. I mean, sure. <laughs> Um, I'm not bitter about that or anything. Why they, uh, yeah. Whatever. Um, why they couldn't have announced that like three or four months ago and let me yeah. like maybe pre-order to GameStop and pay it down. Nope. They got to announce it now. Thanks guys. Appreciate it. Totes. Yeah. But I'm going to good, but I'm, I'm excited. I've been playing a lot of hockey, so I've been fighting nice. in my sports games. <laughs> Um, a lot because I found out that if you double tap the X button, it initiates a fight. And guess what I do? I initiate fights <laughs> all day. They stay in wow. that penalty box, and it's uh, r- it's real. We'll talk about it later, but it's spoilers. It's really good. Yeah. Really um. Yeah. What have I been doing? I mean, I actually been playing quite a few games this week, but we'll wait uh, until later. For wait, because uh, we got all kinds of what? news this week. We do have all kinds of news. I said we're going to wait till later for me to talk about the games I've been playing. So, um, across the ocean from me, not from Steven, Tokyo Game Show is going on right now in Tokyo, Japan. We are not there, as you probably have guessed. Um, uh, Polygon, we love Polygon. Polygon is my source of news. They've got a nice little roundup going about all the stuff that's coming out of Tokyo Game Show. It's a lot of like, JRPG type stuff. Steven, you should be probably paying attention to this a lot, right? Big shock. Bunch of JRPGs get announced (laughs) at Tokyo Game Show. Um, I know. Well, I expect you to be more interested. (laughs) So, all right. Um, Yeah, I mean, it's pretty cool. I mean, you know, sure. I mean, not as... I mean, okay. So, we got some Kingdom Hearts news. Nice little stealth delay there, Square appreciate it because that was supposed to come out in December but if they released a Final Fantasy game and a Kingdom Hearts game in the same month I think the collective nerd population on Earth would explode so it makes sense yes. that they de- delayed it um, yeah. it's really not that bad it's only a month um, and I'm sure that this is a marketing delay I mean this is 
Mm-hmm. I don't know how big of a game this is going to be. I'm a little excited because it feels like it's going to be a real product. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, if we get like a 10 to 12 hour experience that leads into and can help kind of catch everybody up so that when Kingdom Hearts 3 comes out um, in 2021, um, we'll be in good shape. I am super mm-hmm. fine with that. Super cool. fine with it. So take your time. I'll be playing Final yeah. Fantasy 15. Like yeah. I, you know, like a boss. <laughs> right. Um, let's see what else is, is going on here. Most of these I haven't even heard of. Um, uh, so the new Kojima game, that Death Stranding, the one that we got that really, really weird trailer <laughs> for um, during Sony's press conference at E3. With the ghost baby? It's gonna, the ghost baby. Yeah. So, so yeah, the one with the ghost baby, that weird kind of black ooze or whatever, uh, coming out of this guy's hands as it walks down his legs or whatever. It was just weird. But, um, they have said that it is going to be an open world, online, competitive and cooperative action game. It says featuring sticks for players to use in combat. So, I guess kind of Lord of the Flies. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't even know what that is supposed to mean. Basically, Anyhow. what this means is Kojima has taken up weed. <laughs> he's just uh, smoking. He's just, yeah. It, it, he's doing some mushrooms with uh, Miyamoto. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so uh, don't you drugs, kids. Uh, anyhow, um, I don't know. It's a, <laughs> Tokyo Game Show is just, it used to be huge. Like, it used to be bigger than E3. It used to be that this is the place where you announce everything. I went to, to TGS. Oh, when was it? 2010? 2009, 2010-ish in there. And I was surprised at how small it was. Like, it was already losing its, its luster at that point. So, um, yeah. And that was a long, 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 long time ago. It was a pretty long time ago. <clears throat> Six years, believe it, was it or not. A very, so. very, it was a very, very, very long, long time ago. Like, <laughs> yeah, decades. So. It was ancient history. Um, <laughs> right. So, yeah, I mean, the, the reality is that it used to be that video games were Japan. Right? Like, mm-hmm. when yeah. you thought video games, you thought Japan, Nintendo, and Sony. And the reality is, I mean, uh, there are plenty of games that are made in Japan that you wouldn't know. I mean, how many people mm-hmm. know that Dark Souls is technically a JRPG, right? Yeah. To the point to the point where JRPG doesn't really even mean anything anymore. If you listen to uh, Peter Brown over at GameSpot, um, he actually came on my show and we talked about that. The idea that, like, what it, what the heck is a JRPG anymore? Because Dark Souls is a role-playing game that is made in Japan, but it certainly doesn't scream JRPG to most people. Um, mm-hmm. It feels very Western. Um, but it's not, it's, you know, it's made in Japan. Um, and yeah. Child of Light was made in like Canada. And that's pretty yeah. JRPG too. So yeah. the, the idea is it used to be that Japan was the place. If you wanted to know about video games, if you wanted to be on the cutting edge, you went there. And now it's just not the case. I mean, The Witcher was made in Poland. Yep. And that is like the game. Right, the, of the yes. last couple of years. So, I mean, yes. I, Bioshock, your boys over it, in, we're in Boston, right? Mm-hmm. Like, so yep. it's, it's, Japan used to be the jam, and now mm-hmm. they are not, and they're trying to find their way. And also, if you think about it, even their domestic market, 
Um, it's all dominated by mobile and pachinko machines, and that's right. that's the way that the that's the way that the Japanese people consume games. They play free to play yeah. mobile games, and you know, you know, like phone games that are like League of Legends. You know, I mean, and they play League of Legends yeah. or whatever. The the you know, it, it's games are different, so it's weird. Because yeah. I agree. I mean, I grew up. Um, you know, not grew up, but like. As I started paying attention to the business side of games, to- TGS, mm-hmm. Tokyo Game Show, was huge. And then Nintendo stopped having a, a presence there, which is mm-hmm. just, which just, how weird is that, right? A game show yeah. in Tokyo with no Nintendo in it. So, yeah, I mean, I'm sure when you went there, it was like an empty shell of what it once was. And this, the announcements coming out of TGS really feel very similar. It feels like mm-hmm. a bunch of announcements that are coming out, um, you know, I don't think there's any so much big news. What I'm going to be interested to hear is next week when the various editors come home and they have a chance to really think about and write previews for some of the things that they played. Because I am willing to bet that there are smaller titles that aren't getting like big wide news releases that will be mm-hmm. interesting. Um, and yeah. we're not going to find out about those for weeks, um, you know, until they come back because they're relatively yeah. minor. You know, I mean, some of my some of my favorite games that like PAX never would have made it to the front page of like IGN or even Pixelkin, you know, unless yeah. I wrote about it. Right. But like, yeah, I, but they I were honestly cool. think PAX is different. Like, oh, I don't know. Maybe TGS is way different than what was when I was there, but it was still very much sort of the big companies have their games there. You didn't really see any small uh, studios or independent stuff, you know, talking about it was like basically dominated by Sony and Capcom, Capcom's like half of the exhibit hall, um, and Konami, although obviously Konami's kind of a mess right now. <laughs> I'm so. sure they got a couple pachinko machines. Oh, well, apparently we're yeah. getting actual footage of Metal Gear Survive next week. Oh, okay. Yeah, like, but real it legit gameplay. Like, yeah, the show, it didn't really have like an indie quote-unquote thing going on. Um, true, or, or maybe true. it did, and I just glazed over it because i don't like jrpgs generally uh but um but yeah so it didn't like pax is awesome because uh you see so many unique games there like even if the there were indies showing stuff off at tgs when i was there it did not look different and unique from anything else that was being shown there so there was nothing that really caught my eye that's fair yeah yeah, That's my fair. story about TGS is uh, uh when we were there, like my husband speaks some Japanese, and so yeah, we went to the concession thing or whatever to have lunch, and he asked this girl uh, that was working the concession that he he said he wanted a hot dog, but he said it in Japanese, and she was like, "Oh, do you want fries with that in English?" And he's like, "Are you kidding me?" <laughs> I really, really wanted to try to ask someone in Japanese. Although he did okay, obviously, because she understood him. And then afterwards, she said, you speak Japanese very well. And then she said something to him that he didn't understand. So it was quite an amusing (laughs) exchange. I mean, okay, so I've seen pictures of your husband. I've never, I don't know the guy. And I'm, he... If I were a Japanese person working a concession stand at TGS and I saw you and your husband walking up, I would sort my brain out to speak English to you. I'm just saying. I mean, you don't really (laughs) strike me as fluent Japanese speakers, of which I am sure a fair amount show up at TGS. So I'm, you know. Yeah. But he had to go and be a show off. (laughs) 
and uh, ask for his hot dog in Japanese, which was really just asking for her to school him. That's like, you know, playing horse with Michael Jordan. Like, sure, you're going to get a couple shots in, but he's going to eventually he's going to be Michael Jordan and just be like, hey, how about that? You can do it. Uh, yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. But yeah, TGS, good times. Uh, keep watching. Like I said, Polygon's my go-to place. I continue to recommend you to go to Polygon. Although you should go to Pixelkin as well. But we do not have any TGS coverage. Um, as of yet, we might be talking about games a little later. But so that's TGS. What about that so, Neo though? Wait, hold on. Wait, but what, one thing, what, one what? game that from TGS I wanted to talk about. How about that uh-huh. Neo? Not the PlayStation Neo. 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 N-I-O-H. N-I-O-H. Oh, you heard okay. about Here that? I see it. Uh, no, but I see it now in their article. Oh, it's Team Ninja. Check it out. That's it's me. Dark yeah. Souls. No, no, no. Well, it's made by Team Ninja. Yeah. This is the pitch. Dark Souls, but instead of gothic European fantasy, it's samurais and stuff. <laughs> Picture like a cross between Onimusha... You remember Onimusha? Yes. Picture a cross between like Onimusha and Dark Souls. I'm down. Sign yeah. me up. Um, because one of the things that I struggle with with Dark Souls is the like just the gothic stylings. Like I don't mind mm. hard, but yeah. just the gothic stuff. I'm just like, eh, I'm kind of over it. And they tried the Victorian thing. You know, pseudo steampunk mm-hmm. thing with Bloodborne, but I, the, the Japanese aesthetic really just kind of does something for me. Um, mm-hmm. in a, I don't know, I just, I, I guess I'm more interested in that. Um, it's coming out in February of next year. Uh, it's a PlayStation 4 exclusive. Um, it was originally going to be a PS3 game. Um, yeah. and because this thing was announced like a billion years ago and was just super quiet. Right. Like they they basically had like a small team working on it for a very long time. Mm -hmm. And eventually, like last year, it came out and it was just like, boom, they did a demo um, that was very well received. I think this is one of those. um, It'll scratch an itch that I think that the Dark Souls community has been waiting for, because a lot of at this point. Dark Souls 3 was last, it was in April, so they're the people that are hungry for that are hungry for something else and will be hungry uh, by the time mm. this comes out. So I think even if it's only like, you know, a sh- shade of the difficulty, which it looks, it seems like it's making people happy. I think this is going to get a mm. uh, pretty good reception. So if you're down cool. with that stuff, Samurai's uh, as opposed yeah, to Knights. But the, the, the mention of a game that was originally supposed to be for PlayStation 3 and is now for PlayStation 4, I forgot to put this on our news list. The Last Guardian has been delayed. Again. Who so didn't surprising. see that coming? Yeah. <laughs> right. I, at this point, I don't believe that that game exists. Right. <laughs> I'm not going to make a bet on it, but I would not be stunned if it's delayed at, it delayed into 2017. Yeah, I think it was. I forget where I read the, the preview. It was IGN or Polygon. Uh, they actually sat down and talked to... Um, uh, Ueda, the game director, and he was basically saying that he didn't even want to have the game at E3. Like, he preferred not to have it at E3. I'm like, wow. If you don't want to have your game at E3 and it's supposed to be this far along, then that's that's really not a good thing. So, well, but yeah. anyhow. <laughs> we'll play it when we play it. It's supposed to be coming it. in December. Yeah, it's supposed to be coming in December 
as opposed to end of October. So yeah, so we'll see. We'll, we'll play it when we play. We shall it. see. Yeah. <laughs> um. Uh. Let's see what else. So, uh, Activision CEO Bobby Kotick. I believe he's still the CEO of Activision. He's been the CEO forever. Like EA trades out executives like every five years. Um, yep. But yeah, so he says Call of Duty is never going away. Um, he of course said it's in, not. Uh, <laughs> sit down interview um, with uh, Marketplace. And he sure. said, we've had Call of Duty games played on virtually every console for the last 14 years. So the idea of having a game that centers around armed conflict through history, you never run out of ideas for Call of Duty games. There will always be Call of Duty games, and they'll be played on a variety of devices. Sure. Yeah. Yep. So, I uh, don't know. I, I'm going to file this under things we all knew. You know what? I... I have sort of, I mean, at least I was a few years ago was of the, the thought that this was going to peter out at some point. Um, it hasn't, it's gone longer than I thought it would, but, um, you know, I don't know. I go for it. Go ahead. <laughs> you can ready to no, say no, something. No, 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 no. I want you to finish your thought. I want you to finish your thought. Uh, you know, it seems like it's almost, I guess sports games go on and on, but I feel like there's so little different from year to year and maybe that's just me because i'm like uh military shooter blah they're all the same but um but i don't know it's just i don't know it would seem like it would get old to people but i don't know i may be wrong about that anyhow um so i don't disagree with you and i don't buy it every year but here's the thing they don't want us they don't they don't need us um Call of Duty Bros is a stereotype for a reason. That's the reality is mm-hmm. that even if those gamers, those core Call of Duty Bros broaden their horizons and play other games, they're mm-hmm. still slaves to Call of Duty. Um and mm-hmm. so what they did right was rather than annualizing the franchise with one studio, they went and got mm-hmm. 3. So now they rotate yeah. through. Um, and if it ever becomes a problem, they'll just get a fourth one and a fifth one. Um, because now they realistically, every Call of Duty game is a three year development cycle, which is mm. a, a pretty okay development cycle. And if they need to give yeah. them another year, they'll buy another one. Mm-hmm. Um, and, or they'll start another studio. Um, and yeah. because it's worth the money. You know, because it's a billion dollar franchise every year. Um, yeah. I think a little bit of what he said is talk is super cheap when you're saying there yeah. will always be a Call of Duty because there's always going to be a Call of Duty until there's not one. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. You know, like yeah. I, I would not be stunned if I'm a 50 year old man and there's another and there has been not a year of my life without a Call of Duty game. You know, that's another 15 mm. years. Right. Like, yeah. It would not stun me at all if we go another 15 years with nonstop Call of Duty games. They got to make money. And Activision's entire, like, their biggest business, their business model is built around their pillars and supporting their pillars and then doing little stuff. And Call of Duty is, if not, it's got to be one of their, it's got to be their biggest pillar. Yeah. From Activision. Um, yeah. and Blizzard, obviously, you've got wow, pretty much everything from Blizzard is a pillar. Um, and then also Activision bought, um, Candy Crush developer King, 
uh, last year, which was a very smart move for them because like all of the other publishers jumped into the whole Facebook free to play thing, just like all in and nothing happened. And Act- Activision sort of sat back. It's like, oh, we're just, we're just going to watch this for a while. We're going to let everybody else fight it out. And then King, um, he makes Candy Crush and now Soda Crush and whatever crush, every crush. Um, uh, they made a million or so dollars and Activision's like, okay, we will buy you now. So that was a very smart decision because they didn't have to like put any of their resources on the line. They're like, these people already know what they're doing and they're already making money. So, yeah. So that was very smart of them too. So I don't know. Absolutely. What do you guys think? What do you, sorry, go ahead. Uh, uh, no, I was just saying I agree. Okay. I mean, it's very smart. It's, it's a savvy move for him to get in there. They love their yeah. Call of Duty. But I am very. I am also just like you, curious about the listeners here. So where where do they send yeah. their questions? Hello at Pixelkin dot org. Would love to hear what you guys think about Call of Duty, and whether you think that we are just biased, which is completely possible because I don't typically like military grade first person shooters. Looking at I this, are, the story, yeah. the story on Gamespot. Uh, GameSpot has this wonderful thing going on their site where if you look at a story about a game, you'll get a pop-up to sign up for their newsletter for that game specifically, which is pretty brilliant. So I just got to stay up to date with Call of Duty Infinite Warfare. Thanks, GameSpot, but no thanks. Okay, let's move on to the next topic here. Uh, Apple Watch is getting a farming game. Woo! Everybody wants a farming game these days. Um, so I don't know. I guess there have been some games on Apple Watch. I don't know exactly what they have been. Um, but, um, but yeah, this one looks kind of cute. The, you know, blocky type vegetables that you sell and stuff. Um, I saw Polygon that. has, yeah, Polygon is a little demo, um, on their page about the site. Looks, um, I don't know. Uh, it looks very basic. Obviously, though, the Apple Watch very basic has to be when it comes to games, you know. Because it's a watch. Because so. it's a watch. Yeah. Literally a watch. Um. <laughs> right. Yes. Yeah. So, so that's out. If you're one of the twenty people that own an Apple Watch, you can you can play a farm game now. If you hadn't got your fill of those, I th- we we <laughs> talked about this last time. There's more yes, than twenty people. But you're just being snarky. I get it. I get it. I get it. I am. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Totally acceptable. Um, I should know better than to correct you. I'm sorry, boss. <laughs> um. Uh. Let's see here. So, uh, Warner Brothers has been releasing details on some of the expansion packs that are coming to Lego Dimensions, and they're doing it in this cool, like, meet a hero video series. The first one they put out was, um, like, last month. It was hosted by Lumpy Space Princess from Adventure Time, and it was telling you all about Mr. T in the A-Team. So this month, it's hosted by Supergirl, and she's telling you all about E.T. So it's pretty different from Mr. T. Almost as different as you can get, I guess. Um, super but he looks super, super adorable. Cute. It is super adorable. Uh, it's rubbing in everybody's faces, though, that you can't get Supergirl right now without buying a starter pack, but, you know... Uh, but I'm looking forward to seeing more of these because when they released originally released this list of stuff that was going to be coming, my head exploded because it's like my childhood in this list. So very excited for some of these. If I ever pull out Lego Dimensions to start playing it, I haven't started playing it. I have it, but I haven't started playing it yet. But yeah, 
stuff like Ghostbusters. Well, Ghostbusters is relevant now too, but um, the Goonies. Oh my God, I cannot wait to see what they do with Goonies. Uh, Knight Rider, Gremlins. Oh, I, you know what? I I totally want to see what Gizmo looks like as a Lego figure. It'll be adorable, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure. <laughs> um, and then uh, Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice should be cool too. So those are lots of the titles that are coming to Lego Dimensions. Uh, the starter pack uh with Supergirl comes out at the end of this month. The other expansions are going to be coming out closer to the holidays. So, so yeah, we have video up on Pixelkin for that. You should take a look at it. It looks pretty cool. Um, and let's see. Oh, right. Titanfall. I kind of, you know, lukewarm or neutral on Titanfall, but Steven, I know that you like Titanfall. So how do you feel about the I fact mean, that there's going to be a Titanfall CCG? <laughs> I mean, sure. Why not? Let's just, everybody gets a CGG. We're going to have a Titanfall CCG. I think, um... Let's have a Dark Souls CCG. Let's have, a, I mean, there's a Final Fantasy CCG, not an online one, but a physical one coming. Yeah. Um, screw it. Let's just do it. Um, you know, I was talking to my, my, my brother was over the other day because he's helping me uh, work on, you know, a feature for EFG where we're going to talk about uh-huh. and compare a lot of these different card games. It, you yeah. may be interested in reading it. Um, and so one of the things we talked about is that... It, a lot of people, it's easy to come up with an idea for a card battle game because they are, you know, it, for a lot of people that are designing board games and things, it's a very cool market to get into because they are neat. Mm-hmm. They're easy to play test. Um, they're easy yeah. to prototype, etc. Um, but one of the biggest things that prevents people from doing it is that making cards, it, physical cards is expensive and a collectible card game is really hard to get off the ground physically just because... Mm. I mean, you're fighting with store. In order to get into like brick and mortar stores, you're competing yeah. with space, not just for all the trading cards, because um, there are still you know, companies still make football, basketball, baseball cards, etc. But then yeah. you're going to compete with Magic: The Gathering, Pokemon, and yeah. Yu-Gi-Oh. Like, yeah, how many properties have tried and they haven't been able to do it? Right? Like, some of them carve out yeah. little niches, but they don't survive. The digital space circumvents all of that. You make a cool game, you yeah. make a cool interface, you throw it up on an app store, and y- you can survive on a relatively small community. Um, mm. And, you know, the only thing you have to do is you just keep making new cards, um, which is not all that hard once you have solid mechanics down. So um, it's hard to do it well, right? Um, yeah. as, Bl- as Blizzard has found out, right? They've had to make some updates to cards and things like that, but it's not yeah. hard to just create more stuff. And yeah. if you're not trying to make a game that lasts forever, then who cares? If you only want it to last a couple of years, you can just go crazy. So I think this makes total sense that it's happening because mm-hmm. why not take the IP and express it however they want? I mean, the reality mm-hmm. is in the international market, this could blow up. And if this blows up, why bother making another Titanfall? Screw it. We'll just mm. make this. We'll just make this cool mobile game that you know. If it makes more money, it's certainly yeah. going to be cheaper to make than a triple A shooter. IPs are the expensive part. They built this crazy yeah. Titanfall IP. I think it makes sense. I know that was a long rambling answer, but I think there's something no, to be said fine. that we're going to see a lot of this. Yeah, and we've already seen a lot of this, but I can't imagine <laughs> that it's going to stop. Uh. <laughs> Let's let's think about this for a second. Who else? Who else could we see? 
another video game franchise could could have a CCG. Halo. They they have Halo board games, like, you know, tabletop board games, so I think they could totally do that. <laughs> uh, um, Nintendo Call of Duty. <laughs> oh, yeah, Nintendo. That, that, that's I don't know. I'll, I'll be honest. No I don't know why Nintendo hasn't already announced it. They have... Yeah. They have the cast of characters. They have... Mm-hmm. I mean, everything that, like, World of Warcraft has to create... Mm-hmm. Warcraft. Uh, Nintendo has with the Mario team. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And yeah. really, if you just look at the, the people that were in Mario Kart, just look at that cast of characters. Yeah. Or the people in Smash. You know, they've got dudes that could yeah. do really interesting stuff if they wanted to just print free money. Right, yes. Because it's printing money. I yeah. mean, if they make a Nintendo CCG like Hearthstone, yeah, it's printing money. I mean, yeah. it's effort, but it's printing money. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that, that does seem like an obvious one. I am sort of surprised. Uh, well, maybe they're just waiting. <laughs> I don't know. They got, they got a bunch of balls up in the air right now. Yes, that's true. That's true. I mean, they're, they're doing the mobile thing. So, you know, maybe this is oh, going be further down the line. Yeah, Super I Mario just, Run. Um, Can't wait. Yeah, I just, <laughs> Well, like like you said, these things are really easy to do, but the um, I don't know. Like, I only think like the people that would play a Titanfall CCG are just the people who like Titanfall. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think any of these has the potential to like break out of its IP, so to speak, such as Maybe Hearthstone, not. because but Hearthstone, you know, yeah, Hearthstone being the first you know, have the chance to draw on a lot of people. And I have not been a Blizzard person or WoW or anything like that. I knew about it, but I wasn't ever into it. Uh, and so that, that drew me in. Whereas like, oh, we're going to have Titanfall. We're going to have Elder Scrolls. We're going to have Star Wars. Star Wars might get me drawn in. But if you're going after these specific game franchises, I think that you're just, you're not going to have the audience that you would have with an original thing. I don't know. I'm I, sure that they yeah. will all work it out, but yeah. Or they won't, or they'll fail. Or <laughs> yeah. they design this to be a three-month flash in the pan to just make a million dollars for $100,000 worth of effort. You know, this could have been made mm-hmm. by like a handful of guys, borrowed code yeah. from other games. You know, who knows? I mean, I'm sure that this was, you know, this could be a million-dollar experiment, and they're hoping to make yeah. a million back. But if they only make $800,000, they are probably not going to sweat it too much. You know, it could be that kind of, you know. Yeah. It could be, you yeah, know. Yeah, I suppose it It also could be seen as pretty much like a marketing expense, almost, you know, to make sure people are excited for the next one. So, so yeah, yeah and, another CCG. And what if it blows up? Right, yeah. I mean, what if it blows happy, up? Yeah, happy, happy I love, days. I like the art style, uh, though. Yeah, I liked it a little bit. They're Meh. chibi titans. Just, They're chibi titans. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyhow. You defy stereotypes. See. You are a female video game journalist that does not um, immediately like melt at chibi bullshit. <laughs> I, I'm not saying that I disrespect you for it. I'm just saying you're defying stereotypes, and that's okay. <laughs> I'm just surprised. I, I'm, I'm taking on that role because I think chibi titans are pretty adorable. You think that, I don't know? I don't think they look like chibi titans. Anyhow, chibi. whatever. <laughs> we don't need to argue about that. Okay, if you want to, so send an email. If you think that they are chi- they are chibi titans, send an email to hello 
at pixelkin.org. I want to hear how many people are listening to this that think that go to titanfallfrontline.com and look at the Titan on the front and, and just confirm that that looks like a chibi Titan. It's not like, you know, I want, I, I, if you agree with me, email. If you don't, then go to hell. But. <laughs> uh, just kidding. I love you guys. Love just kidding. <laughs> I love you guys. I don't know. I actually, I honestly don't know where you got where you got the whole chibi thing. I'm like, I what? think they look chibi. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Everything's fine. I like I like chibi stuff. I'm just like this does not look chibi. Anyhow, it, it does to me. <laughs> I'm willing to accept. Maybe okay. I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. We'll get some emails <laughs> or some tweets. Uh, um. Okay. The Pokemon. I don't think we're gonna have a episode without Pokemon in it. You know, not until, until after November 18th. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, so there's going to be a new animated series on YouTube called Pokemon Generations. I had to scroll up and look at the headline, <laughs> Eric's article, to remember what that was. Um, but yeah, so there have been Pokemon um, cartoons before. Right, Steven? There have been a ton. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Like the, the anime... <laughs> Hundreds upon hundreds of episodes, movies, yeah, oh yeah. Yeah. So this one is going to be on YouTube, I think exclusively though, so that makes yep. it a little different. Um. So yeah, it's starting on September 16th. Hey, that's this week. By the time you're listening to this podcast, it will have started. And then it's going to run through December 23rd. So. Which is a week Pokemon. after the- which is like two we weeks, maybe three, after the, the games come out. Mm. Yes. So it'll just be winding down. I'm really like, not that I don't like, well, I'm, yeah, no, I don't hate no, Pokemon. I'm going to phrase that right out there. I don't hate Pokemon. But I'm kind you of sick of hearing about almost got yourself in trouble on Twitter. <laughs> I, I'm kind of sick of hearing about Pokemon so much. I just, I don't know. I would like something else to talk about. Uh, but anyhow, I know that we're not going to get around that. Yeah, I mean, come on. This is a, you're a family <laughs> gaming site. Yeah. And um, yeah. and Pokemon is coming out. Not just any Pokemon, but Pokemon Gen 7. Um, mm. Yeah. 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 It's, yeah. But, I mean, this. my kids are really excited about this particular YouTube series. They love the Pokemon mm-hmm. cartoons. This is kind of a revisiting of some of the cool scenes in the various games that they have played. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, they're pretty jazzed. This is, I think this is going to cool. be a very big hit. It's very smart for the Pokemon company to get this in there. Pokemon hype is strong, and YouTube is free. Everybody can go on to YouTube. Yes. I mean, how much yeah. advertiser res- revenue are they going to get off this? Oh, my lord. I want, like, yeah. this much of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For no reason. I just uh, want something. Yeah, so those are big stories. we still got some time, so I'm just going to run through quickly some of the other stuff. Uh, the LEGO Harry Potter collection is going to be remastered uh, for PS4 only. Uh, I played the first LEGO sense. Harry Potter game. I know it doesn't make any sense, but, you know, whatever. Um, I played the first LEGO Harry Potter game, and I loved it. I never played the second one. Like, the Harry Potter games have always been the one that I have loved the most of the Lego games. Uh, I don't know. It's just a lot of room for nice little charming humor in there. 
And uh, yeah, I don't know. I love them. The, it's the coming out on. British. They are well, you know, Harry Potter is very British. So. <laughs> what do you expect, Stephen? Um, I'm not. I'm not. I'm, not, I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just reporting the facts here, Nicole. All right. Just okay. reporting the facts. It is very British. It has a good reason to be very British, but it is in fact very British. <laughs> so, uh, so that's coming out October twenty first. PS four. What else is going on? Well, Last Guardian got delayed. We already talked about that. Uh, about the that Warcraft movie. Oh, I don't have the League of Legends story. Which League of Legends story were you going to talk about? How about League of Legends has over a hundred million monthly active users, which is approximately one yeah. percent of the population of Earth. Yes. Yeah. See, that's not news to me because I think that the, I think that I thought that they probably already had that. So, League of Legends is very popular. I am sure that everybody knows that. Although, honestly, like in my circle, I haven't seen it be as popular. Well, it's probably because my circle is my husband and he doesn't really play it anymore. Um, but at PAX, PAX, there used to be huge League of Legends cosplay, like all over the place. And they had a big room set off for League of Legends uh, tournament and everything like that. None of that this year. There was no League of Legends stuff. I'm sure there was some cosplay, and I just didn't know it was from League of Legends because, you know, who's going to recognize those people? But um, one percent yeah. of the population of Earth would likely recognize them. <laughs> right? Yes. My friend um, Chris Charla posted on Twitter. He's like, "If you don't recognize a cosplay at PAX, it's probably League of Legends." So, yeah, um, pretty much. Yeah. Um, one thing I will add: the reason why it's worth Worth newsworthy is not that it has a hundred million; it's that two years ago they reported that they had sixty-seven million, mm. which means in the last two years it has increased by almost another fifty percent. Which that's mm. significant for a game that has yeah. been around for a long time. Um, mm-hmm. I mean the the league world champion, like the LCS, the league championship series; those still. Mm do super things on um you know on youtube and you know twitch um yeah that game is not you know we want to talk about a game that's probably going to be like in the olympics of gaming right like Mm -hmm. league is going to be one of those games yeah yep i absolutely agree i just haven't paid attention to it much lately again probably just because my husband doesn't play it much anymore anyhow uh let's see what else warcraft movie you can now download or buy the blu-ray for on september 27th i did not see the warcraft movie steven did you see the warcraft movie i decided not to i'm just i'll watch it later <laughs> right yes yes i'm gonna no, watch it when it's on hbo s- or something Ah, uh, yeah good call uh i didn't watch it i've heard you know survey of my friends but uh, I've heard people said that it wasn't very good. So it's available for, for download now, though, if you love Warcraft or you really want to see it. So um, then we've got some uh, collections, game big game collections coming out due to anniversaries or 100 million sold milestones. So first of all, as a 10th anniversary of Dead Rising. So Capcom is going to slap the three previous games together uh, and release them. Again, let me just look at the date here. Uh, so Dead Rising is... Uh, those games, they're fun, but they're hard. Let's see. So yeah, physical release on September 27th. 
And you can download it today, as of today. So if you like Dead Rising, go download it. Uh, those games are really, really funny. Have you played any of them, Steven? No, um, but that, I think a lot of that just comes down to the fact that I'm not a big fan of zombies. Um, I struggle with yeah. the zombie thing, so um, I forced myself through The Last of Us because I really uh. wanted to be a, I wanted that experience. Um, mm-hmm. But the zombie parts really bugged me. Um, mm. And it's not the game's fault. I mean, these are objectively good games. Um, I'm just yeah. a wuss. <laughs> I'm a wuss. Yeah, no, I played... Uh, a bit of the first one, but it just got to be too hard, honestly. They're kind of challenging. My husband's played all of them, and he's looking forward to the fourth one. Um, but the thing that makes them funny is that you could use anything that you want as a weapon. Like, at one point, I watched my husband riding on a shopping cart, going through the mall, just running down zombies, like a whole, like the whole length of the mall, filled with zombies, just running down with the shopping cart, which is pretty freaking funny. <laughs> so... Uh, but the new one that's coming out, I guess it takes place in the holidays, and you can be able to shoot zombies with candy canes. Yep. What could be better than that? <laughs> so, um, another uh, collection that's that's coming, so uh, the Assassin's Creed series has sold over 100 million copies. And so, they are bringing the Ezio, Ezio collection. I'd have to ask Simone how to pronounce that correctly, but she's not here. But anyhow, I'm sure she's going to buy this. It's Ezio. So, uh, Ezio, okay. So, <laughs> the games that are in this compilation are the games that, uh, go figure, he has appeared in. So, Assassin's Creed 2, Assassin's Creed Brotherhood, and Assassin's Creed Revelations. They're all being remastered and enhanced, and it's going to be PlayStation 4 and Xbox One on December 21st. So, or no, November 15th, sorry. My bad. Um, so, yeah. So another Assassin's Creed bundle. I think we're we're gonna see a lot of these coming. So the Bioshock one just came out yesterday, so I think we're It's nice that you're getting these trilogies of games that happened on yeah. last gen that are just very easily repackageable and put on next gen. <clears throat> Mass Effect EA. Uh anyhow. So um yeah. It's gonna happen. It's happening. It's, it's happening. Happen. It's not confirmed, but I mean come on. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, let's see. I think that's it for news here. We've got some time to talk about what we've been playing. I've been playing quite a bit. Steven, have you still been playing WoW? Uh, yes. Not as much as I would like to, but there's just been other stuff going on. Um, you know, it's yeah. kind of a busy year, or a busy fall. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. but I have been playing World of Warcraft. Uh, been enjoying it, um, just as much as I did before. It's it's World of Warcraft. Uh, what I will say is, um, that, well, I mean, but that's a compliment, right? The, the reality mm-hmm. is, um, if you are a lapsed player, um, then, um, and you've been looking for maybe an excuse to come back, but you, you, the other expansions kind of bugged you, or there's something about them you didn't like, this is a good opportunity to give it a shot. Um, maybe wait until Black Friday, see if they do a sale or something, and hop in, because I really think that this is, that even if you just come in for a month, buy the expansion, play for a month or two, and turn it off, which is certainly something that you can do. Uh, it's very easy in the Blizzard launcher. Um, you know, I, I I certainly would encourage everybody to give it a shot. I mean, it's more wow, but I think that it is polished enough that um, it's really good. And they're really doing some crazy stuff with the plot, which 
Um, plot has never been the point of World of Warcraft, at least on a micro level. Um, it's kind of been more like what's going on with this world. Um, yeah. and now it's, it, they're, they're keeping that up. Um, the big things that I have played, um, I have played, uh, Earthrock. The Festival okay. of Magic, which is currently free on Xbox One. Oh, okay. That's the gold um, game. Yeah. Yeah. And that's really good, I think. Okay. Um, I am not done with it. However, um, I finally, it took a little, it's a little slow. Um, so I'm warning everybody, um, dedicate a couple hours to, to push through it unless you can't, at which point don't bother. Um, it is a, old school role playing game uh but one of the things that I like about it is you can have four people in your party and you can set them up to the very them you can set everybody up in like bonded pairs that you can kind of rotate around and they build this like bond meter by taking damage throughout the uh throughout the uh battles and you can suspend you can use that bond meter uh, once it's completed, to like use a super ability for one of the two characters, um, and they make you make some really careful choices. Um, so yeah, it's pretty interesting. Um, I really like it. You know, it's but it's way old school. You got to really be hankering yeah. for an old school JRPG. I do not believe that this is for you, Nicole. <laughs> My husband said he thought it looked cool. So it, I mean, it looks he, beautiful. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean. It's cool. It's got a hog. It's got a uh, hog bunny as one of the characters. It's a pig okay. rabbit, um, who's kind of a nerd. Um, one of the <laughs> things that I like is uh, your potions and your um, y- y- like your potions and your uh, like ammunition because you have to have ammunition. You can actually grow them in a garden on like this weird like home base island that you go to. Um, hmm. And so crafting is a huge portion of the game to the point where you can even craft like the, the talents that your characters get. Mm-hmm. Um, so cool. it's, it's very neat. Um, you know, once you get into the systems part, it's a very cool game. Um, it's a little slow to get in there. Um, and some of the boss fights are punishing as all get out. Um, but I mean, it, that's good. I mean, you know, grind, yeah. play the game, you know. Um, the other thing I played is NHL 17. Would you believe me if I told you that the best time I had playing that game, and this is not even a a negative thing, is uh, choosing whether or not to level up my concession stand or my parking lots? (laughs) No, I totally believe that. That sounds fascinating. Honestly, I'm not being facetious either. Like, that's the part of that game that I would probably like. The uh, yeah, I mean, you know what the um, most games, right? Like NBA Two K Seventeen and Madden and things like that. They give you like the create a player mode, and you create a dude, and then you do some stuff, and yeah. you know you play that character, and you go to practice, and you try and get that character going. Um, and you can do that in NHL. I mean, that mode is there, and you it's great. You make a guy, and you play through the various modes. But the um. The, the the franchise mode, you play a general manager, right? And so you're the GM of a team, and you have an owner who has an adi- a certain attitude, certain preferences, and basically gives you season-long missions. Mm. And he'll say, okay, um, you know, I picked the Boston Bruins because I'm from Connecticut, and I don't know a lot of hockey teams, so I picked them because all my friends like Boston, right? So I picked Boston Bruins. They're a good team. 
I mean, there's no way around it. They're a good team. They're always a playoff contender. Um, and so he says, look, we're a good team. We're a playoff contender. Um, I need you to either make the playoffs and make it deep into the playoffs or at least make it so that our fans are happy with the direction that we're taking. So that accounts for like if you have a player get hurt or you know something like that. Mm. But he's like, also, we're in Boston, bro, and our parking is a problem. So could you please make sure that you elev- you know level up our parking lot? And so you and you have a budget, and the budget <laughs> is based on how much money you're taking in from tickets at your games, which is based on how well your team plays. But you can change the ticket prices. So, and you can set up, you can look at the calendar and set like promotional days where it's like, this is family night and this is our premium ticket night where maybe you know you're playing a team that's just going to be a real competitive like slobber knocker and you're like, nope, this is premium ticket night, guys. You know you're going to be seeing a real good game, but maybe you'll reduce the prices for tickets when you're just going to play like some team that you're just going to destroy. You know, you just get butts <laughs> yeah. in the seats and it reflects in all that. And you have the money, you know, month by month to help um, or, you know, it's not month by month. But, you know, over time, you have this money that you can build up a surplus that you can use to level up your concessions and the arena itself and the seats and like like all these different things. They're basically like the arena has stats. But plus, <laughs> you got to pay your dudes. Right. So you got to pay your players in between seasons. Now, I'm not super far into it. Um, I'm going to put a bunch more time into it tonight. Um, but, yeah. but the reality is, doesn't that sound fascinating? It does. It sounds like a tycoon game, you know. And even better, if you don't want to play the games, you can just make it simulate the games. So you don't even have to play them. So literally, you can just do, if all you want to do is mess around in between games and, <laughs> um, you know, just micromanage the thing. You can totally do it. You don't have to play a single hockey game in franchise <laughs> mode. You can just let it simulate the whole thing. Simulate wow. the whole thing. That's um, cool. It's fascinating. that All of that <laughs> underpins the fact that the core mechanics of the game are absolutely astonishingly good. Um, mm-hmm. The skating feels great. Hitting guys up against the glass feels great. The fighting is cool. Um, because as we all know, fighting for some reason, it's hitting... Uh, hitting Cam Newton helmet to helmet in football is like a huge big deal, but in hockey it is expected that dudes just fist fight, even though they have knives <laughs> literally strapped to their feet. But whatever, I don't understand. Um, but it, so the fighting is great, and what I love about it, and this is especially for people who have younger gamers or who are maybe not super proficient in the game of hockey, the in-game tutorials are not intrusive, and they really teach you how to play hockey. I had no idea what icing was. No idea. Now I know. It's when you throw the puck down the other end of the ice, and the defense beats you there. You can't just wail on the puck like crazy in an effort to keep it out of your end of the net. I had no idea. Um, And it tells you. You know, um, if if you're about to go off sides, like it literally like makes the other side of the ice glow red subtly wow. so that, you know, oh, I'm not supposed to go there. You know, um, <laughs> right. at least as someone who's raided in World of Warcraft, I know you don't go in the red stuff. But, you know, it's little <laughs> stuff like that. I think it's really yeah. neat. Um, the NHL game is super fascinating. 
Um, it's, if you love hockey, then you were probably going to buy this game anyway. But if you like hockey and were thinking about it, um, I think NHL 17 is a great buy. If you are really concerned and you have an Xbox One, pay for a month of Xbox or for of EA Access and download an NHL 16, which is kind of close, and see if you like it. It doesn't have the the wacky awesome like options like the fully de- fleshed out franchise mode but you can play a game mm-hmm. and it's five bucks anyway that's yeah. it oh and pac-man okay. championship edition 2 yo have you played that yet oh <laughs> no i haven't and i probably will not because <laughs> that game is scary to me it is scary it is so hard I, I i haven't seen my husband play it either so uh i'm sure we, ha- we are gonna get it if we don't already have it but he's like really good at those games um so uh I like to watch him play those. I think that's pretty interesting. But yeah, no, I I don't do the Pac-Man Championship edition. So. Anyhow, so how are how good are you at those games, Steven? I'm bad, but they're still really good. <laughs> so what's interesting uh, about this the new Pac-Man game is that like um you can actually bump into the ghosts. Mm. That's a that's that's a new thing. Right? Yeah. I don't even remember exactly how this game works, but I know you can build up like chains of ghosts so that when you hit a power pellet, you can just turn around and just run right through them all. Oh, yeah. Um, it's intense. But, yeah. It's intense. There's like boss fights. There's, you can bump into the ghosts. Um, there's like a bomb thing you can use that like helps you like jump around the screen a little bit. Um, mm. it's super trippy. Um, but every time I've played one of those games, like it's just, I lose a couple hours. Because they're really good, huh. but yeah. I can understand that not being anybody's jam. But you know what? Uh, yeah. They're it's twelve ninety nine on Xbox One right now, and I would presume it would be similarly priced on uh, PS Four. If you enjoyed Pac Man back in the day, um, yeah. that is a great game to buy and share with your family because it has modern sensibilities um, yeah. and is every bit as obnoxious as that game was back in the day. Yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. I would totally recommend it too. My my personal of uh, me not playing it is just because I'm not good at it. So, um so uh let's see, I've actually been playing a lot, which is I'm super excited to hear what you've been playing thing. because I thought I was playing I, everything that was out there, so now I'm like I'm missing. <laughs> so, what have you been uh, playing? Hearthstone. So, uh, Hearthstone. Uh a little more into Hearthstone uh these last couple of days. I've been trying to do my quests with the heroes that I haven't played before or haven't played in a long time. And so the other day I was playing, um, and I played like four games one night, and two of those games were against <clears throat> a dragon paladin. And I was like, oh, hey, that must be a thing now. So I, you know, was going to look up a deck online, but then I opened it up, and that's one of the recipes, deck recipes that they have in there that you can pre-make that deck. I'm like, oh, that's why this is a thing now. So, it's true. so I made one. That's um, I made one of those. Uh, I didn't have all of the cards, but I it didn't call for some dragon cards that I had, so I kind of tossed those in. Haven't been real lucky with it yet, but I think I'm still learning exactly how to use it. Um, so that's been interesting. Um, what else? I played some professional farmer 2017. Tell me about it. <laughs> it is very professional farmer-ish. Like, uh, you, you have your tractor. You have to hook up your plow, drive to your field, plow your field, go back to your farm, take off your plow, 
hook up your grubber, whatever that means. Take yeah, that. What's your grubber? Grub the field. <laughs> I don't know. It like aerates the soil, or so. I I have no idea what it is. Then you take that back to your to your farm, and then you put on your cedar, which is actually like throws the seeds down, and then you can just let it go for a little bit, and then you can take care of some animals. Like the tu- the tutorial was pretty good. Like it takes you all the way through everything that you're supposed to do. But then when you jump into a game, you have this massive farm and there's no farmland like anywhere near where your farm is. You have to like go into town to find a field to farm or maybe I'm just not doing this correctly. But uh, but that's what it seemed like to me. But the funny thing is, is I'm I'm very bad at driving vehicles in games and I was just as bad at driving a tractor. (laughs) as I would be other vehicles yeah. and with a plow with a plow hanging off the back of it. Like it's just going all over the place. A good thing that there weren't people or <laughs> any other people around. But, yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, so uh, I want to say that doesn't sound great, but my fear <laughs> is that if I protest too much, um, no, yeah. no, I'm thinking it wouldn't, it wouldn't be very entertaining for people to watch that. So I'm, I'm definitely leaning more toward, uh, Star Stables because I think that that would be hilarious. Star yeah. Stables? It, what game, what system is that on? Is that on PC? It's on PC, yeah. Uh, does it require a, a complex, uh, does it require a big, like a, a powerful rig? Cause it's no. worth noting that I have a Mac. No, it is a horse riding MMO aimed at tween girls. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. That I think would be very hilarious to watch you play. Um, <laughs> yeah. My what else God. have I been playing? <laughs> really? Like, that's just me. You know, you realize I'm a 35 year old man, so if I'm playing a game intended for tween girls, like, I'm going to get in trouble. Um,. <laughs> Um, can I can I get like a a written thing that says I am forcing this man to do this? Sure. All you have to do Good. is not bother the other girls. I mean, how hard is that going to be? I mean, I guess I'm so. looking at the trailer now. <laughs> um, can we can we put a link to the trailer in the show notes? It's at the bottom of starstable.com. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, it's Linda. funny. I played the game because I reviewed it. I reviewed that game for Pixelkin. Is the only game I have ever talked about on Pixelkin that has gotten any comments. And the comments were like schooling me, saying I didn't know what I was talking about. It's the funniest thing. Like, of all the games that someone was going to comment and give me a hard time about, it was Star Stables. You, you, uh, you angered the Star Stables players? I angered the Star Stables players. If you want to look at it, you can go to Pixelkid and search for Star Stables. You can find my review and look at the, look at the comments at the bottom. It's, it's really pretty funny. Um, <laughs> so, uh, what else? Besides that, uh, I've been playing Armello, which is a really cool, uh, digital board game-ish thing on PC. Yeah. I think it might be on mobile too, but I've been playing on PC. I love it. It is super cool. Have you played it, Steven? I have not. However, oh. um, that's just because I don't have a PC. <laughs> oh, I have a I Mac. Think it's on, I think it's on. Um, I think it's on iPad stuff too. Don't quote me on that. Um, it might be. Our um, iPad but it's a, it's is, a lo- is out of date. I've wanted to play it. Um, yeah, it's 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 it hasn't been in the cards. I'm sure it's going to come to Xbox One eventually. So. Yeah, probably. Um, but yeah, I've been playing. It's really, really cool. Um, 
I got the code to play it because they just released an expansion pack for it. Um, so it's pretty complex. There's a lot of things going on, but it's not overwhelming. Like if you play through the prologue, the game does a very good job of getting you familiar with all of the stuff because you've got, it's like a hex tile board with your, your king is suffering from this disease. He's a, a lion king. And, uh, so he's, you know, making the, the world like just not cool. So there are different types of tiles that you land on. You get cards that you can use for different type of thing. You can battle other players, which is done with a dice roll. It's, um, like I said, there's a lot going on, but, um, it's pretty easy to pick up. And, uh, each, each character that you play as, they only have different stats. They also have different skills. Um, so yeah, it's fun. I was having a lot of fun with it. Um, single player, like the game only lasts, your standard game only lasts until your king either gets beaten or dies. And he starts the game with like, I don't know, 12 health or whatever. And he loses a uh, health, um, every, d- every day. So every two turns. So the, the single player, the standard games aren't very long at all, which is nice. Um, and you can set a custom game too. I haven't jumped into any multiplayer games. Uh, but, um, I'll probably try to do that before I review it, but I, I really like it. It was, it was a lot of fun. I enjoy it a lot. And then earlier today, actually all morning for the most part, I was playing ReCore and I hate to say that ReCore has not, has not come up to my expectations. Unfortunately, I don't know if I just had too high of expectations, but, um, you know, this game is the, is the type of gameplay that I love. You know, third-person platformer shooter type thing, and it's just, it's just kind of not interesting. I mean, the story is is really sort of shallow. There's not a lot going on there. There, the kind of like the gameplay gimmicky thing of finding these cores and switching them out and making new robots work is like it's kind of gimmicky. It doesn't feel like like really deep. Um, my review is up on Pixkin right now, by the way. But the biggest, I think, the biggest issue that I've had f- for these is that it does a few things that just drive me nuts in games and okay. really shouldn't be happening in games on this generation. Number one, long load times. This game has crazy long load times for no reason, or at least no reason that I could see. Like it's not like a you know an open world RPG where all the sort of crap has to be loaded. It's a basic, straightforward linear game that takes forever to load its camera is disastrous like i have not had this much trouble with a camera since like middle of last gen so generally uncontrollable or it made you sick uh uncontrollable yeah no cameras and third third person games cameras don't, don't normally make me sick um but so this is basically the same type of gameplay as rise of the tomb raider and so i said in my review, like Rise of the Tomb Raider, I only remember having an issue with the camera like a handful of times, like getting it to look where I need it to look. I was having issues with this camera before I even made it to the first boss. And Ouch. then much, much more after Ouch. that. Yeah, it was, it, yeah, it was really annoying. I'm like, there's no excuse for this. Like, I understand, like, progr- you know, programmatically that it is hard to get a camera to work. I get that. But pretty much every developer is over that now. Like, everybody's figured it out. So the fact that this had this was just irritating. And then finally they did probably what I find the most irritating thing for games to do is that they make you rewatch a cinematic before a boss battle every time you have to take another try at it. I do not want to watch a cinematic. Fi- unskippable, yes. I know. That's a cardinal sin. Uh, 
Cardinal I know, sin. exactly. That's that's what I said in my review. Like, seriously? So, yeah. Come on, guys. Yeah, I know, Come exactly. On. Yeah. So, so that's those things going for it. I mean, honestly, that's not a big deal towards some people. And, you know, it is the type of gameplay that I love, which is why I'm disappointed that um that I didn't like it more, but the story isn't really compelling, and I'm I mean straight up there disclaimer I didn't finish the game. I mean I played as much as I felt like I needed to play to be able to say what I thought about it, and I'm not going to go back and finish it because there's no reason for me to do that, and I have way too many other games to play so, to waste my time with one that did, I don't really. Did like. Did you buy it digital? So, I did. Well, but <laughs> we didn't buy it. <laughs> we downloaded it because thanks to my uh, here disclaimer, my Marcus, my husband works for Microsoft 343 Studios uh, in particular. But that means every game that is published by Microsoft, we get for free. So I Full got it for free from Microsoft. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, the only reason I asked is Microsoft. if you had a disc, I was going to ask you to mail it to me. But you do not have a oh, disc. Yeah. No, no. No, no disc. So, um. Yeah, you don't need no so stinking yeah. disc. You don't need no stinking <laughs> disc. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I don't want to brag on it too much because it's not, it's not, like, bad, you know? It's not inherently bad, but it's just not inherently special either. So. It yeah. did seem kind of paint by numbers, is what it looks like yeah. to, you know, to me watching some of the gameplay. Um, yeah. Which is disappointing because, I mean, it had a yeah. lot of potential. Um, mm-hmm. here's what I hope. I hope it does well enough as a budget title. Like, mm. I hope it has a long tail because I, I like the I like mm. the concept a lot. Um, yeah. I hope it has a long tail. It's a forty dollar game, um, mm-hmm. which means they drop the price to twenty bucks. It'll probably sell well over the holidays because it is a it's a great yeah. filler game for what it is. Mm-hmm. Right. I hope it has a long tail and builds enough of a fan base that it gets a sequel because oftentimes that's when they can they can grow. Maybe not. Mm-hmm. I just hope enough people like it that it gets a sequel. Yeah. Um, because yeah. it's kind of depressing mm. that it's so bad. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not. I mean, I I get nitpicky about it in my review. It's not bad, you know. Gameplay wise, it's you know the platforming is 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 pretty good when you don't have to fight with the camera. It's got some <laughs> some cool sort of you know. Um, kind of jump dash things going on and there's cute little like puzzly type things in the environment that you have to figure out those are all those are all cool it's just um it's just really irritating me so i'm done playing that uh because you know <laughs> another thing it's like i play <laughs> right as i loaded up record little cortana popped up in the bottom of xbox one bioshock infinite ready to start Say Cortana, open that, and I was just like, "No, oh, I gotta play Recore." <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, so is that I it? I get it. I think I get I think, it. I think, <laughs> I think that's it. I mean, what else have you played? Uh, so like I said, Armello, Hearthstone, Puzzle and Dragons. Is there something else that I mentioned? I don't remember if I mentioned something else. Um, but I've got a few on my list that I have to review still. So, um. So I I have to review game. I know I'm complaining. I have to review games, but I want to play Bioshock really badly. So yeah. yeah, I get you. I mean, it's tough. Yeah. I mean, you know what? I'm in the same. I'm kind of in the same boat, right? Like I really want to play World of Warcraft. I really, really do. Yeah. But um, I you know I've got you know I've got these yeah. you know I got NHL that I got to take care of for you and mm-hmm. for me. 
um, and even more. So it's yeah, it's going to be an interesting little uh, experience. You know, this next couple of weeks, yes. and we're all, you know what's even better is it ain't slowing down there, Chief, because um, yeah, I know. we're in September, which means we got yes. Titanfall coming soon. Um, and then after Titanfall is Battlefield One, and yeah, how yes. about Titanfall and Battlefield coming from the same company? How weird yeah. is that? Yeah, it's pretty cool. And then we've got you know Skylanders will have Lego Dimensions expansions. I'm sure there's other stuff. Well, Call of Duty Infinite Warfare is coming. There's lots Gears. of big games coming. Gears of War, yes, that's right. Almost. Are you? That one. What are your thoughts about Gears of War? Are you? Uh, uh, are you down? Uh, I'm not. Not down. I've never played one. Uh, just because I haven't played one, <laughs> they just don't seem to appeal to me. Just well, by lot, the look of I it, mean, it's not. That, there's a lot of games. I mean, there's just. I mean, it, it, yeah. it. It's not surprising, and it's just because there are plenty of people that never played a Final Fantasy game, and it, how can you be like, oh my god, what's crazy? It's like no, it's just there's tons of games to play, and it's only getting crazier. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it looks cool. I don't know if we'll ever get around to it. Like I said, thankfully that my husband works for Microsoft, that we get all Microsoft published games, so we will have it. Uh, whether or not we will actually play it is is another thing. And I'm totally checking my privilege here with that. So, <laughs> sorry, everybody. <laughs> I, um, yeah, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. Well, um, I think that's gonna wrap it up for us this week thanks so much for listening as noted before if you have questions or comments or other feedback if you want to tell Stephen or I that we are completely wrong about something please send us an email to hello at pixelkin.org if you like pixelkin in general you can find us on facebook simply pixelkin you can find us on twitter at pixelkin underscore org and go to pixelkin.org we are doing lots of great stuff all written by parents for the most part myself Eric Watson, who has a daughter that's just about the same age as my daughter. Mr. Steven, who is on this podcast with us, does some writing there. And Kelly Knox, who has a seven-year-old daughter, does some writing for us, too. So, so yeah, you should check it out. So, Steven is from Engaged Family Gaming. Engaged Family Gaming is pretty much everywhere, but is there something you want to add to that, Steven? Sure, yeah. So, do me a favor, folks. Go to a social media site, search for Engaged Family Gaming. If you see us there, like it, share it, love it, enjoy it. If you don't see it there, tweet at me at at EFGaming and tell me where I should go because I want to reach you. Um, also, if you enjoy hearing my voice for whatever reason, you can also find me on my own podcast. That is Engage, a family gaming podcast. We talk about video games, but we also talk about board games, which is something that Comes up every once in a while when Nicole lets me sneak it in. Um, <laughs> and um, so if you're interested in the board game stuff, head on over there. What we do is we alternate week by week by week. Um, and we're also starting a special series where we're going to do deep, deep dives into video games um, every month. And that's going to be crazy. We're doing Hearthstone soon. Um, so if you've ever wanted mm. to hear me and Nicole talk more about Hearthstone um, <laughs> and literally not stop ourselves, because we, we try and behave here because we don't want to freak Linda out, um, then you're going to want to <laughs> subscribe to Engage Your Family Gaming Podcast and just wait. Just wait for that sweet, sweet day. <laughs> On the 15th of some uh, month soon, where you hear me and Nicole talk about uh, Hearthstone literally forever. Maybe for hours. Who knows? It'll be great. <laughs> okay. Yeah. okay. 
All right. Well, thanks so much for listening once again, folks, and we'll be back with you next week. Bye-bye. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.